Today is Tuesday, July 2nd, 2013, and this is Radio Wave. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and uh, today, July 2nd, uh, we received a message from Our Lady through Mariana. Today is the day of prayer for non-believers. Also, too, gathered here at Caritas, Alabama, where thousands have gathered to be with Our Lady for the five days of prayer. The first through the fifth is the day that we have uh, designated as a day of, of uh, individual conversion. Uh, so uh, today, which is the second, or yesterday, the first, uh, was a day that we had focused on repentance, personal repentance, going to confession, and today is the day of individual consecration. And so, as we begin this broadcast from Caritas, Alabama, we ask that you open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. It is wondrous days that we can contemplate and know that the Mother of God is with us. Yes, we know she's appearing in Medjugorje, but when she's here on the grounds here, it's a wonder because the whole day is built around that apparition in anticipation of our day's visit. Tonight, the apparition was at 6.40. We began praying the rosary at 6. And it's a beautiful thing that Our Lady comes because we know she's there. She knows, We know she's coming as mother. We can depend on her. And there's a uniqueness to these apparitions in the fact that she's coming as a mother who never lets us down. Every day the visionaries see her, who still see her on a daily basis. Contemplate and think about that. The mother is never tardy. The mother is here every single day. The mother can be, ten, be, de, be dependent upon because of her timeliness. And what's missing in the family today? The mother's in the home. We talk a lot about the fathers in the society. You know, we talk the other way around. It's the mothers. Our lady's coming for mothers. Because it's through she who will change the world. And I say she, not in a degraded position of who she is, but Our Lady, the Mother herself. And if all mothers have imitated her and reflected her, you'd have a lot of good husbands around because all little boys come through her. She's the one that's most intimate, the most closest. 
And that which was most intimate and closest to Jesus, the son, the boy, is who, is who he sends now. It's a message. Our lady's message today spoke of that. Dear children, with a motherly love. And it's her who speaks about the father. It's her who says, reconcile with your daddy and the family. It's the wife who constantly is to teach the kids, respect your father. And there's a great lack of this all respect of the father at home as being the Lord of the home. That's what the Bible calls him. Your husband, he's the Lord. Yes, he is. That's exactly what the Bible says for you to do. Women, call your husband your Lord. Sarah to Abraham. Don't think that's ancient. Our lady's doing it today. It's in the message. She teaches to respect the Heavenly Father as the mother. Our Lady's second of the month message to Mariana on the day for non-believers. Dear children, with a motherly love, I am imploring you to give me the gift of your hearts so I can present them to my son and free you free you from all the evil enslaving and distancing you all the more from the only good, my son, from everything which is leading you on the wrong way and is taking peace away from you. I desire to lead you to the freedom of the promise of my son because I desire for God's will to be fulfilled completely here and that through reconciliation with the Heavenly Father through fasting and prayer. Apostles of God's love may be born. Apostles who will freely and with love spread the love of God to all my children. Apostles who will spread the love of the trust in the Heavenly Father and who will keep opening the gates of heaven. Dear children, Extend the joy of love and support to your shepherds, just as my son has asked them to extend it to you. Thank you. Our lady has said 24 times, I think is the number, the word apostles. Today she said it three times. And she distinguishes that even with the shepherds. As we've said before here, that Our Lady is calling us to renew the church and rebuild it just like in the beginning days. And she's calling you to apostleship. You as laity. You can't do that. You can't do it if you're not free. You can't do that if you're not willing to give a decision to be like Jesus' decision. To be full in union with Him. Be steadfast. There's some people out there that are stubborn. There's some people out there that's accused of being stubborn, but they're confused when they're steadfast. Somebody who's stubborn who can be shown something that the way they're doing it is wrong, and they still stick to it, even though there's a better way to do it, that's stubborn. 
But some people are misidentified as stubborn when they're just being steadfast. You can be labeled that. If you get truth, if you're right, be steadfast. But of course, people always want to agree that, oh, he's just stubborn. Or these two people can't get along because they're stubborn. Is one stubborn and one really steadfast because they won't stand on truth and the other doesn't? And others won't change the truth? So they hold the wrong way. A stubborn person is somebody who holds the wrong way. A steadfast one is somebody who holds the right way. So it's together with the Holy Father, or rather to the, with the Father, the Heavenly Father, in the Father, that we find the strength and the light where Jesus sets us free. It's an incredible thing. Our Lady says to us, Give me the gift of your heart so that I can present them to my Son and free you. Free you from all the evil, enslaving you and distancing you all the more from the only good, my Son. That's how I read the message. When I first looked at it, I just kind of stumbled through it real slow. Stop. Say two words. From everything which is leading you on the wrong way and is taking peace away from you. Taking your own way, taking your peace from you. How do you read the message? Are you really thinking what you're reading or are you just reading out of curiosity? Read in depth. Enter into them. And you'll see something in there you didn't see that if you just read it out of curiosity. I can present them to my son and free you. Free you from the all or either free, free you from all the evil enslaving and distancing you. All the more from the only good, my son, from everything which is leading you on the wrong way and has taken peace away from you. I desire to lead you to freedom of the promise of my son. Wow. Just a couple of days ago, the Holy Father said, Jesus in his earthly life was not, so to speak, Remote controlled. In other words, he was not forced to do what he did. He was not mindless. Jesus was free. Pope Francis continues, he says, He was the Word made flesh, the Son of God, made man, and at one point he made a firm decision to go to Jerusalem for the last time. A decision taken in his conscience, but not on his own. Rather with the Father in full union with him. For this reason, then, the decision was steadfast. Because it was taken together with the Father. You could be solid rock when you're with the Father because the Father is truth. You don't have to move. You don't have to change from that. Let people say about you what they say, that you're stubborn. But there's a wide galaxy of difference between being steadfast. One is truth, one is wrong. One rather wants to persist in wrong. 
Francis says, Jesus was free. His decision was a free one. Jesus wants us to be Christians, as Christians, to be free as he is. With that liberty that comes from the dialogue with the Father. Jesus wants neither selfish Christians who follow their egos and do not speak with God, nor weak Christians with that will. Remote control Christians. That's what we have. I can't believe in Medjugorje because the church hadn't approved it. Stupid. I don't want to hear anybody tell me this. You're ignorant. St. Paul said as much. He's the word stupid often. Stupid Christians. Or at least people who call themselves that. The inserters who teach what the church teaches or preaches what the church teaches telling you, well, if they know it, why can't you know it? Why do you need to hear them? Why do they insert us between them and the church? Or rather, us, them, between the church. That's how they discount. You don't need that. You can read the catechism. You can read the scriptures. You can read all these messages. Don't you see what she's doing coming down to earth? Bypassing everything to give a purity of clarity of a crystal clear river flowing from heaven of words from heaven to teach you, to mold you, to form you, to liberate you, to bring you freedom. And she says that. I can present them to my son and free you, free you from all the evil enslaving you. I desire to lead you to the freedom of the promise of my son. And here it is, just a few days before. The Holy Spirit inspires Francis with the same words. When he said Jesus wants us to be Christians, to be free as he is, with liberty, which comes from the dialogue of the Father. Jesus wants neither selfish Christians who follow their own ego, who do not speak with God, nor weak Christians with will, without will, remote control Christians, incapable of creativity, who seek always to connect with the will of another. I can't believe in Medjugorje because the church hasn't told me I can. The church doesn't tell you you can or you can't. Who followed Fatima between the time it happened to the time it was approved? Think about that. You can't follow Medjugorje because it's not approved. Well, what are the Fatima people who did devote themselves to the devotions of Fatima, who kept it alive, who gave something for the church? Hey, we got to check this out. Otherwise, they would have never checked Fatima out. It, it vanished. They check it out because they have to look at what the people are following. Incapable of, of creativity, Francis says, who seek always to connect with the will of another. They're not united with God. They're drones. Jesus wants us to be free, and this freedom, where, it is found, where is it found? It can be found in the inner dialogue with God in conscience. If a Christian does not know how to listen to God in his own conscience, then he is not free. He is not free. Wow. You want to see a connection between that and Medjugorje and a lady and a Francis? You know how he ends this? He says, Francis says, Mary, may Mary help us to become more and more men and women of conscience, free in our conscience, able to hear the voice of God and follow it with decisions. Sounds like last month's second month message. To hear in our conscience. Really, the word of God, the voice of God. 
when our lady said last month, one single people who listen to the word of God and can carry it out. So we have these things, and we need a lot of help. We need help because we need to follow what we've lost, which is the Son. And Our Lady has been sent by God to show us this, to connect back with her. Well, she says it. And through the reconciliation of the Heavenly Father, through fasting and prayer, you as an apostle, I'm adding that word, she says, apostles of God's love may be born, who will freely, with love, spread love. You need to cry out to God and say, help me. I want my freedom, but I can't be free. Until I'm back to the person I used to be. What was you when you were baptized? Free from evil. It's an exorcism. Innocent. But when you're older, you have to go through many things. You get to where you can't even breathe. You grow independent. Where's your inner peace? We can go be so stifled, so brought down into our way of life, and rather as opposed to God's way of life, that we become tired, we feel like we're caged, we're in prison. We got so much junk, we're hooked on. I feel our soul feels like it sinks. It is sunk for many. And yet, our lady says, help me. How? She's told us to ask God to help me. We need to cry out. Help me, Lord. I'm having difficult even breathing such as the weight of the world upon me. Take me where I can go back to home and have that inner peace. I need that. Hooked up 
Jesus, Spouse of the Holy Spirit, Queen of Nations, Queen of all hearts, the Woman of Revelation, the Queen of Peace asks you to spread her call to the ends of the earth. Medjugorje.com A tool for you to spread Our Lady's way of life and change the world. Medjugorje.com Brought to you by Caritas of Birmingham Spread to all your family and friends, Medjugorje.com, from Caritas of Birmingham. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Just uh, listening to what you're saying about Our Lady's message and what Pope Francis just recently said a few days ago, it's interesting the the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and how God dy- makes the dynamics of all of these things work. Of course, we're praying here for the five days of prayer, July 1st through the 5th, for the reconciling of ourselves, our families, our nation back to God. Particularly, we're praying for our nation. 
to go back to the original founding principles of freedom and liberty that the United States has been known for throughout the world. Uh, today in Maria's talk, she said the United States, um, she prayed that the United States would, would not only would God bless America, but that America would be a blessing for the whole world. So it's interesting because this is, to see the connection of all of the dynamics of all of these things working together, uh, and, and the fact that we're focusing on, on um, personal conversion and the conversion of our families, it's just amazing to see how Our Lady is just working all of these things out, and then to hear her words today, it's as if Our Lady, Our Lady knows everything that's going on, not just what Pope Francis said, but everything that's going on here, and only Heaven could have come up with a, a message like this. So, uh, certainly, we'd like to hear more about this, because I, certainly there's a lot more to be learned about this. I gave a message once that said, when you pray and adore Jesus in the Most Holy Sacrament on the altar, that you're not, you are united to the whole world. Pretty incredible statement. Because maybe there's a thousand or two thousand, four, five, ten thousand adoration moments taking place of chapels across the world, whether it be in the middle of the night where people are. But that moment, there's people all over the world doing adoration somewhere. Totally sacrifice. From the setting of the sun to the rising, rising to the setting of the sun. An unending sacrifice. But to have adoration this way all over the world, and he says, you're united with the whole world when you adore the most holy sacrament of the altar. Because there's people all over the world doing it at that moment. And it doesn't take numbers for God to look down to the earth, just like it did in the readings and the scriptures that we're hearing these days in Mass. Just find me five people, and I'll look with favor upon Sodom and spare it. That God looks down upon the earth and sees his son being worshipped and honored in, the, in, in, in adoration, that he may not see six and a half billion people and all the evil has been taking place, but here is maybe a half a million people at every moment of the, of the 24 hours doing adoration of the sun. That's enough to keep the world going. And that's why our lady said in the message today, for apostles who have spread the love and the trust and the Heavenly Father. Fathers in the home are trusted not. They're mocked. There's no trust, and no kids are taught to trust this way. But to answer your question and be clear about that, that this, this unity, this oneness of adoration is also received from the Holy Spirit. Francis to Our Lady, Our Lady to Francis. Francis to Our Lady to what we see and what we do. We see this uniting of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's one. Jesus is one in the tabernacle. Jesus is one in the monstrance. And because of that, it's not a half a million monstrances out there. Half a million Jesus is one Jesus. And it's one Holy Spirit who spoke to Francis who Our Lady knows about that because she knows the Holy Spirit, who I might say something, who somebody else may say something. And the Holy Spirit's there. We hear repeatedly and often through confirmation of what we do as something Our Lady may say later. That we're already acting on it. What well, just happened? What we're doing in our project, which we'll release tomorrow on the site probably, 
the surprise we've talked about about when Marie gets here, what we're going to do. We've worked on it for months. And our lady literally says in the June 2nd message exactly what we're doing. An incredible message for us because we saw this as confirmation. We took actions a couple of months before that to do it. And we're in the midst of it, and she gives a message, and we'll confirm. So yes, the Holy Spirit speaks in a profound way. So we see what the Holy Father's saying, and I, I know he's reading the message. Because I can see his words, even though it may not be hard, it may be hard for some people to catch, listen to the word of God and carry it out. I hear it real plain when he said, May Mary help us to become more and more men of conscience, free in our conscience, able to hear the voice of God, able to hear the word of God and carry it out. That's how these words. He says to hear the voice of God and follow with decision. It probably should have been translated with decisiveness probably a bad translation here. And so you see these parallels. You see what the Holy Father says, what Ali says. Ali brings us to clarity. She's wanting us to be able to, to find these treasures in these words. Not in high-flying theology. That's what I love about this Pope. Just simplicity. And Ali's called to this. We're called to live a quiet life. That quiet life may be uninteresting to the world. It may not have all the fragrance. It may have the, the spotlights on it. It may not have what people are always looking for, the next fixed, and the next high. My wife and I have gone all over the world. I've been to Europe 200 times, including trips to the Medjugorje, over that. And my joy is just to stay home just to be in my house. One treasure we built with our heart was our home. We've had 100,000 people go through our bedroom. We'll have thousands in the next couple of days go through the bedroom. We have a lady visiting there every day. She was there last night and the night before. But it's the treasure. It's our heaven. It's our peace. Happy in the quiet life. Man and wife and children. And yet sometimes we have to pay the price for that being given up. The world's news is what? The world's news is what happens at the supper table. That's your world. Who cares what happens in some far off place or some place of mystique that you want to travel to? Yes, that's fun for once or twice, three times. But it's nothing like building a home and a life together between man and woman. That's the world. That's the fine way to have a fine living. We've lost this. We've lost this idea that everything's got to be some kind of high, some kind of big thrill. We don't know how to live a thrilling life with the mundane because we see it as mundane instead of fulfilling and thrilling. I love my home. I built it with love. I love to be there. And even though I'm here working on the grounds, I'm not there a lot. Because God's first in my life. But when I do, I treasure it. And I treasure it immensely. And you can build that quiet life. It's your decision. How he calls you to it. We could be the talk of the town tonight Carry home your shoes in the morning light Or we could just stay here a while 
Let's sail away to Tobago Fly across the Gulf of Mexico Oh, we could just stay here a while Wrapped up in the quiet life Now and then I'm loving the world again I'll be fine Living in the quiet hearing a lot of stories from the pilgrims that are here gathered for the apparitions of Our Lady. Uh, one in particular that um, has touched me is because it, we, a friend that has been coming for years and years and years to Caritas uh, from the very beginning uh, has a, a brother who she has prayed for year after year after year. He's a priest and a very de- devoted priest and she had been trying to get him to come to these apparitions uh, from the beginning, and he's always too busy, or that's his vacation week, or always some excuse. And uh, this year, for whatever reason, he decided to come and had the opportunity to be in the presence of Our Lady in the bedroom last night and had a very profound experience and you know, has wondered why he's waited all these years. Um. And that's been really the story I've been hearing more and more from the pilgrims is that suddenly family members, loved ones that have been turned away or turned off or not interested are here this time. And I really see um, a parallel in what Our Lady's saying in the message today of a movement, it seems. And that was even in my experience. I have a family member that came to the apparitions more for Our Lady this time than just because they have a relative in the community. And it's a, a great joy to see them come for Our Lady and want that grace and want that the presence of her in their life. And um, this, this uh, what, what Our Lady is saying today is that, you know, people are enslaved. 
They're distanced from God, but God has a promise to free us. And it seems to me that what she's saying, that even those who are really entrenched in sin, really entrenched in, in this slavery, that, that don't worry because they're going to be the apostles. They're going to, they're going to come through these trials. They're going to be the ones that will be really born into this freedom and will be propelled to spread this love. It's hard to have that faith in some of our circumstances. Do you see that in the message of what Our Lady's saying today? It's very clear that Our Lady says, I desire for God's will to be fulfilled completely here. Of course, here is Medjugorje. And Medjugorje is wherever you make it. Medjugorje in itself is a name ascribed to a location, a village in Bosnia-Herzegovina. But at the same time, it's an idea. It's why Maria likes to come here. And what people are seeing right here now, I just had somebody tell me just an hour ago that I've always felt this place is special. But now I feel Medjugorje. I really feel it. Tomorrow you'll know why. And it, can it, you won't grasp it unless you've been here and see it in color, as the song says. For those who saw World War II in black and white on the TV screens, and the soldier says, you should have seen it in color. Something beautiful. Maria has witnessed it. And she said, this is beautiful. Very beautiful. This will unite you in a special way. And so Ali says in this, to reconcile, reconciliation with the Heavenly Father through fasting and prayer, apostles of God's love may be born. You're going to be an ordinary angel to someone. How does that work? How do you be an ordinary angel? People don't have to be greats. They don't have to be known by everybody. You don't have to have a big trumpet blowing in front of you. It's just somebody that does somebody a simple thing. And that's what he's saying in this. Apostles who will freely and with love spread the love to, of, all God, of God to all my children. How do you do that? I've often been behind somebody and they didn't have quite the change or fumbling to get it to make up the change. I just give it to them. I say, I cover it. No, 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 I got No, I cover it. And it looked like you this guy's some space. Why is he just giving money away? It's not but a few cents. As they walk away, I said, I did that because Jesus. He taught me to be that way. You think they're going to forget that? It may be a dime. It may be a quarter. It may be 90 cents. Who cares? Freely give the love. It's not the money I gave to them. And I've done this often. It's just the action of breaking open dialogue, as Francis said. That you can dialogue with God. But if I can't open the door of dialogue with my neighbor, how am I going to reach him? He said, it is to be found in the inner dialogue with God in conscience. If a Christian does not know how to listen to God in his own conscience, then he is not free. He is not free. There's many ways to do things, great things in ordinary ways. You may be an ordinary angel to somebody that may need something that you may not even think twice about. But it may be a big thing for them. 
It may open the door for them to listen to you or know, want to know something about you. Your way of life. Why do you do that? How do you do that? It's just a little thing. It's just an ordinary thing. But it can be an extraordinary thing for an individual who might be in need of it. She was counting her change in the line at the counter of the grocery store. Every penny, every nickel she could find, but she still comes up short. Just a single mom doing the best that she can when a stranger slips a 20 in the palm of her hand. She turns around to thank him, but he's already disappeared out the door. Just because God doesn't part the sea, pull you from the fire doesn't mean that he's not there. His fingerprints are everywhere. When the mountain that you're climbing seems so tall and the battle that you're fighting makes you feel so all alone, it doesn't mean you're on your own. When you need it most The world is full of ordinary angels He just got back from a second tour of duty six months ago When he closes his eyes he's still fighting that fight right here at home when the nightmares come in the dead of the night His little boy runs in and turns on the light He says, Daddy, don't you worry As he reaches up to kiss him on tippy toes Just because God doesn't part the sea Pull you from the fire doesn't mean that he's not there His fingerprints are everywhere When the mountain that you climb Seems so tall And the battle that you're fighting Makes you feel so all alone Doesn't mean you're on your own Cause when you need it most The world is full of ordinary You feel so all alone It doesn't mean you're on your own When you need it most The world is full of ordinary angels Ordinary Just looking at the past history of some of the things that Our Lady has done in her visits here at Caritas, we've seen the actions of heaven move in certain ways, and, and Our Lady confirmed certain things that, that uh, maybe you wrote or certain actions that were put into motion. And, and so it's, we, we have the expectation that Our Lady is going to bring something from these five days of prayer 
But just looking at the message today, something that to me I thought was the most intriguing part of the entire message, and I think it connects to this place here. Of course, Our Lady speaks about freedom. She speaks about God the Father, God's will, and so many things. But she talked about the apostles who spread the love of the trust in the Heavenly Father. And then she says, and who will keep opening the gates of heaven. And what is the... I mean, that that's a... Is she saying that an individual person has the power to open the gates of heaven? This is a... I mean, is this is this... I mean, I can't even I can't even begin to explain that or or even understand what that means to open the gates of heaven. Well, that's what we call the gates. The, the apostles did exactly that for people. Heaven was closed to them, and the gates was not open to them. In other words, you're waiting at the gate in Jerusalem to get in the sepulchre at five o'clock in the morning. You wait, and the guy who has the key is not a Christian. For the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, it's not. Um, a Jewish man. It's not a pagan. They have one key holder. It's a Muslim. When the Ottoman declared that whoever had whatever they were in possession of or jurisdiction over, at that moment he declared it, they'll keep it. So the Catholics had something. The Armenians had some Christian spots where Jesus did this where he failed on, on the Via Della Rosa. But to open to where the tomb is and the church the crucifixion where this is housed one family a Muslim family holds the key to this there's a tradition in that but you're the same way you hold the key to open the door to a gate that is not open to people out there who hasn't been shown the love of God who doesn't understand the walk and how to open it and that's why I began this message. Give me the gift of your heart. Why? Because she loves sinners. She seeks that you open the door for them. You have the key to open the gate to heaven. Not just for you to walk into it, but for these people that need it, that are starving for it, and they don't even know they have a need of that. It's your witness. You may be the ordinary angel out there. That your act of kindness moved their heart from being so hard and and cynical. Nobody cares about me. The victims. There's a lot of victims out there. You gotta you gotta and they're in sin. How do you break through this? It's very difficult. So the gates of heaven are closed for a lot of people, a lot of Christians today. They don't understand that. How to open that gate. So when Elias says, I desire to lead you to the freedom. It's a big statement. People are enslaved by that error, enslaved by the sin. We always say here, queen of peace and reconciliation, because in community, you always need to be reconciling with each other. I lay on the third day with Maria, showed her the cross. Peace, he is your peace. I'll just point to it. He is your peace. Be reconciled. And while I says, I'm the queen of peace, we add here always, I'm the queen uh, uh, at the between the decades of rosary, the queen of peace and reconciliation. Pray for us. And so the gates of heaven, you may be the only key holder to that person that crosses your path, or it's your spouse, or your child, or even a parent. You hold the keys. And if you didn't do anything your whole life but save your husband through your virtuous living, 
then heaven is yours. Because Scripture says that. If you save one person, you're guaranteed heaven. But you have, oh, I'm verbally abused, or this or that. I'm going to walk. Thank God Jesus walked toward me, toward the cross, toward me for salvation. And you're not willing to do it for others and suffer? I'm not going to take that abuse. I'm going to divorce. God hates divorce. It's not my words, it's Malachi. It's the Bible. Scary thing. What does it mean when God hates something? It means it has a total absence of God. This may crush people, may hurt their feelings. I'm not saying that to do that. I'm saying it to reconcile with God. You may have made mistakes. You can't do that. You can't turn back the clock. You may have wrecked your family. But begin building the quiet life. Be reconciled. God can't even fix your problems or your difficulties or your situations. But what he can do is fix your heart and mend it. Yes, you'll have scars. You can't go back and reverse things and decisions you made 10 years ago that's busted out in a, in a, in a wound of, of pus and disgust and things that you don't want, but you can't get away from. But to the Lord God, He wants to free you from that. He wants you to be born again. God's love may be born. Apostles who will freely and with love spread the love. I don't condemn you. We've been led astray by a master intellect, and all the people of the world are falling prey to that. How do you get out of it? How do you escape it? Only a mother can show us that. And only a mother can raise a son that can teach us really what freedom is, rather than be all the evil decisions we made and divorces evil. Make no mistake about it. What does our lady call somebody who has abortion? A murderer? That's her word. Mothers who murder their children. This may hurt somebody who's had that. But we want to soft-pedal everything. Alea has said nothing but one thing about abortion. When she was asked about it by Mariana, some pilgrim asked to ask a lady, and Mariana asked a lady about the sin of abortion. Our lady was so incredible the way she did it. It proves to me the apparition. I've always said this about this one message. Because people who have done this sin and begin to realize the gravity of it can't bear the, the weight of what they've done in their conscience and the evil they've committed. Our Lady immediately dissipates it. She says, she says something that says, hey, it's no big deal. She says to Mariana, when she was asked about abortion, every sin can be forgiven. Wow. She embraces the, the woman. She embraces the one who sinned, this great sin, and then she shows the gravity of it. With the same breath, after saying, every sin can be forgiven, but one must atone for the rest of the life for this sin. 
When I heard that, I says, I believe these apparitions more than ever. What wisdom, what love, what gravity of showing how serious sin is and how easy it is to forgive. Your sins can crush you like a piece of paper. You can feel like you've been washed, scarred, scared. And you can't escape it. You wake up the same thing staring you in the face. You can cry like a river. There's nothing can look up a darker side than what Our Lady can do when she says, every sin can be forgiven, but you must atone for it for the rest of your life. You may have divorced. You may have been an error in this. And many people are. People blame it on the other spouse, and yet they're contributing to it. People are going to be shocked when they're judged. That what did you do to contribute to this situation? So the darker side of our day, we need the light of Our Lady to lift us up. She says, I come in the wind. Our Lady said that. Jesus is sign as a cross. Mine is the wind. When you feel the wind blow, you feel cold, when you go out, you know it's me. She's our hope. She doesn't do it to blow you away. She does it to wake you up, and she wants you to go. Accept all the punches of life. That with this, and you're following this, you can come and realize that everything can be rectified. Everything can be reconciled. And God wants reconciliation with the Heavenly Father himself. And he sends our lady to echo his words. But it comes through fasting. comes through prayer. That love may be born in you. That you can become apostles of freedom. I've been crushed like paper. I've been washed like rain I've been scared of sleeping In case I wake up the same I've been broken and battered I've been lost in my home I've been crying a river I've been cold as a stone But falling into you It carries me far enough away And everything you do It lightens up my darker side of day I just hope that the wind doesn't blow you I've been left unattended 
I've been thrown like a ball I've been rolled with the punches And I didn't feel a thing at all I've been crossed by the wires I've been blinded by the light I've been burned by the fire I've been kept out of sight But falling into you It carries me far enough away And everything you do It lightens up my darker side of day I just hope that the wind doesn't blow you away I just hope that the wind doesn't blow you away Last night, just a few hours after I laid, I peered over our bed in the bedroom of apparitions. Before going to bed, I knelt down. And I looked at the bed and thought, I am unworthy that your mother should enter under my roof. But only say the word and my soul shall be healed. I can't fathom the grace God's given the world today. I could not have fathomed 27 years ago, going to Medjugorje, the grace Our Lady would give me, my family, and this community, and even you, that we transmit things that we do by falling into her arms. How far she would carry us. I was just on part of our grounds and a lady from Nigeria came to me and she says, what you've done here, I want to do in Nigeria. I says, do you live there? She says, I have a house there, but I live here in the States. She was looking at what we're going to reveal tomorrow. She says, I want to do this in Nigeria, just like this. I'm unworthy that your mother should enter under my roof, but only say that my soul shall be healed. And so, how far are these carried this? I contemplated that in the bed last night, going to bed. And I don't grasp it. I don't understand it. I'm incapable of doing that. I'm a sinner and unworthy. And whatever you've done, You'll never be worthy for the grace of forgiveness. But it's available to you. 
All you have to do is ask for it. Reconciliation with the Heavenly Father through fasting and prayer. And you'll be born again. Literally. And God will carry you places and ways of your life you could never dream of. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Good night.